Welcome to Turbo Pop, a podcast with interesting perspectives on pop culture news, television, movies, or whatever. Hosted by myself, Brandon Trainer, and my beautiful wife and co-host, Maria Trainer. Today we are going to talk about the first episode of The Bachelorette. Let's go. We're going to skip all of the pop culture news and other TV and movies and whatever. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Y'all get two episodes. Aren't you lucky? (laughs) So today we're just going to devote strictly to The Bachelorette. Initial thoughts? I was underwhelmed. Like I was kind of bored. Why? I don't know. It just... Everything felt blah. Like, I don't know. There was no, like, spark or, like, excitement or... I feel like the caliber of men was quite low. Mm -hmm. Like, none of them felt particularly interesting or engaging. There there weren't really too many standouts as far as the, the limo entrances. No. I mean, even Gabby and Rachel, like, I I hate saying this because it makes me feel really mean. But I found Gabby to be really annoying. Yeah, didn't your mom text you saying that she thought she was drunk? Yes. And I was like, no, that's just how she always is. Yeah, no, that's just <laughs> how she talks. If you saw her on Clayton's season of The Bachelor, you would Zero difference. be used to it by now. Um, other than that, I mean, the only standout... I, there was the guy who showed up on the horse. Was that the shirtless guy? Yes, that was Tarzan. Yeah, that was Tarzan. So another thing we're going to do in this episode is as we bring up certain characters, we are going to talk about their ABC bio. That was me playing a promo that I wanted to talk about. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name again? Um, Jacob. Jacob, yes. Okay, so Jacob, 27, mortgage broker out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Very tan. Very tan. Did not have mortgage broker vibes. No, he had Tarzan vibes. That's all I could think every time I saw him. He rode in on a horse. He was shirtless. He long was hair. oiled. Oh, he actually was oiled when he went to go give them a hug. He was spray tanned. Yeah, when he went to go give them a hug, they were like, ew. Yeah, he remained shirtless and oiled. Yeah. Most of the night. So, okay, let, let's let's see his bio. So, Jacob knows exactly what he wants in a wife. He admits he's picky, but since he's looking for a love to last a lifetime, he doesn't see that as a bad thing. Jacob's ideal wife will turn heads with her looks wherever she goes and have a beauty on the inside that matches. For Jacob, keeping his fitness routine in check is high on the priority list. So his ideal partner should want to maintain a healthy lifestyle and be able to have fun working up a sweat, both in and out of the gym. Jacob is ready to let his guard down when he meets someone who checks all his all of his boxes. So keep in mind moving forward, these bios are going to be super freaking corny. All right, this they this, make my like I really want to know who they hire to write them. Yeah, this is not how I would. Um, also, how true are they? Like, well, yeah, they're they're so. I don't know, like, do you really think in his interview he's like, I'm looking for love to last a lifetime? Yeah, they're they're so cliche that they're they just come off fake. So maybe we'll just skip that and go to the fun facts. Okay, so fun facts. Jacob reads thirty to forty books a year. I like that. Loves to camp in national parks. Mm. And he doesn't eat cake. I feel that. 
True. You only eat the icing. Exactly. I don't like the texture of cake. So, you know, based on... Though I was craving cupcakes last week. So <laughs> so w- when he first showed up on on the steed with his hair waving like Fabio. That's what they called him at first. They're like, is this guy Fabio? And then, I don't know. He just gave me more Tarzan vibes than Fabio vibes. Maria wasn't a fan, but I told... I was just distracted by him. I told her right off the bat, this guy might be my favorite. That's also what makes me sad. I don't even have a favorite. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. So, anyway, um, any other noteworthy entrances? Oh, there were... Not entrances. There was the magic guy. He made my soul hurt. Yeah, Roby, he introduced himself by uh, doing a magic trick. Yeah. And he just seemed very socially awkward. And I mean... Yeah, super awkward. Very nervous, which I don't blame him. And he just, he was very cringe. And it made me sad for him. Yeah, I I felt for the guy. You know, I he's probably one of those guys that takes a while to get to know and understand but uh, but yeah, he didn't make it long. He was one of the first. They only had three eliminations last night, and he was one of them. You know, some fun facts about Roby. Uh, well, he's actually <laughs> a professional magician. That's under his. Well, I, I mean, who knows <laughs> if he's a professional or not? But under his bio, it says he's a magician out of L.A. Uh, advanced scuba diver. Something tells me he's a professional magician. I got that vibe from him. Went through elementary and high school only learning in French. It's a little weird. That is interesting. Um, and he's not from France. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, and Roby wants to live in a home with a, with secret rooms and hidden tunnels in it. I feel like that fun fact like literally like describes his entire personality and vibe on the show. Like you literally don't need to know anything else about him. I mean, dude, that would be freaking awesome. <laughs> with secret rooms and hidden tunnels, right? It'd be like the, the first Purge movie. They have like the, the safe room. You know I've never seen the Purge movies. Oh, well, they're great. You should. <laughs> okay, so besides that, mo- it, it seemed like most people either uh, went out of their way to, like, have fun with, like, oh, there's two Bachelorettes, right? Like, that's you know, was repeated over and over again. Or, and the girls really didn't like this at all, mm-hmm. the guys talked crap on Clayton, basically. Yeah. I mean, that was annoying. Yeah. I don't, I, I get it, like... If I'm them, I don't want to hear that over and over and over again. Like, come up with some like new material. Yeah, I mean, they're they they're not the biggest fans of Clayton, to say the least. But I think it was kind of annoying when the guys kept coming in and comparing themselves to Clayton, right? Because yeah. it's only their first time meeting, so it comes off a little shallow. I yeah. don't know. No, I agree. I didn't like that either. So okay. In case you haven't seen Clayton's season of The Bachelor, we're going to do some quick bios on Rachel and Gabby. So let's do Rachel first. Rachel Recchia, she is a pilot. Or... I think she is a pilot. I think she's training to be an instructor. Right. Okay. So she is a pilot. Her bio on the website says, Rachel is a fearless, frequent flyer looking for a man who will travel the world with her. After recently earning her private pilot's license, the future is nothing but sunny skies ahead for Rachel, and now she is hoping to find a co-pilot that matches her sense of adventure. As a hopeless romantic, Rachel is looking for someone who is as playful, passionate, and spontaneous as she is. 
He should be nurturing, empathetic, and must be respectful in all facets. And that must is capitalized. Must be respectful in all facets of life. To her, to family, and especially to waiters. <laughs> in the end, Rachel wants to find crazy, insane love that makes sense to no one else but her and her soulmate. I like the thing in there about waiters. I feel like you could judge someone's true character by how like they treat like waiters and stuff like that. I I think that's that's fair. Yeah. I would judge someone if I was like out and they were like rude to a waiter. Yeah, or if they're skimping on the tip, right? Yes. Yeah, they're either cheap, impossible to please, or a dick. <laughs> Unless the service was exceptionally terrible, like you didn't get your food or something, but even then that's like not even that, then, that's yeah. not the server's it might not always be the server's fault necessarily. Oh boy. <laughs> Luna Pup and Phoebe Cat. They're brawling. Phoebe's hiding behind you right now. Yes. Okay, so. So I also know that, and I feel bad again doing this because I know I talked about how I don't want to see the women pitted against each other, which I am very happy thus far. And even in the previews, it does seem like they're not going to be fighting each other. And I know like it's like, okay, you don't want to see the men like picking favorites because that's mean. But I totally like find myself picking favorites mm -hmm. and i definitely prefer rachel i could see myself being friends with rachel before gabby i would probably prefer rachel i mean you know the only major con she has is she's literally crying nonstop. i don't know how she didn't cry in this episode you realized you married that right <laughs> <laughs> that is true oops <laughs> thanks <laughs> Out of the two, I would certainly lean Rachel, I think, as well. I mean, Gabby's Gabby's not terrible. The guys seem to prefer Gabby. I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Teach their own. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how the season continues. I'm hoping, you know, we have a triumphant Rachel coming out on top because, you know, I know you and I have talked about this, but everything is Gabby, 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 Gabby. Like, the show is pushing Gabby. Like, well, yeah. she's coming out first and everything. All of their social media pushes, everything's all about Gabby. And Rachel is very much secondary. And Well, Gabby was even the first out of, out of the, the limousine. Yeah. They very the they could have done aired. that differently. They each could have gotten out of, like, the side and had, like, a wider shot. So both of them are coming out at the same time. Like, And even the way that they were positioned outside of the limos waiting for the guys – it was like Gabby was first mm -hmm. because she was always on the gentleman's left and then mm -hmm. Rachel was second. Yeah. So it was always like Gabby gets the first hug, Rachel gets the second. Maybe that was just coincidence. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it it's like a like... lot of little coincidences that all combined. It's like, how is this all a coincidence? Yeah. It seems like Rachel is Gabby's sidekick in finding love. And I don't like that because I like Rachel. Yeah. I mean, personally, I like Gabby too. Yeah. I don't dislike either one of them. You know, Gabby, I think she's funny mm -hmm. and she's definitely played into the quirkiness yes. angle big time. Um, okay, so. I still hold tight to my belief that Gabby would have been perfect on Paradise. I'm sure she would have. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to read Gabby's Bachelorette biography? I will. Gabby is much more than meets the eye. Not only is she beautiful, but she also has a lot of substance, emotional depth, and a wealth of lived experiences. 
Gabby is looking for a man with quiet confidence. She doesn't have a physical type, but she says that if he doesn't have a personality, then it's a hard pass. Her ideal man will challenge her, communicate his feelings, and work hard to equally carry the weight of the relationship. The one non-negotiable for Gabby, whatever man captures Gab- whatever man captures Gabby's heart must also have room in their life for her four-legged friend because she and her golden doodle, Leonardo, are a package deal. While Gabby would love to find a man, she isn't the type to lose herself in a relationship. She's hoping to find a man who will love her for the independent woman she is. Definitely a plus. She has a golden doodle, I would say, in your book. Yes. <laughs> I want a golden doodle so Leonardo. bad. Leonardo. Leonardo. I also love that name. And I mean, I totally get that line of you have to love her dog, too. I mean, that was important for me. Yeah, I mean, you came as a package deal. Yeah, and that package ended quite quickly because she was like, okay, bye, Mom. This is my dad now. I don't need you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so moving on, the limo entrances. Everyone that talked about Clayton, the girls weren't really into it, except for a guy. I can't remember who it was, but he brought in a small children's choir. Oh, I actually, that was when I left the room because I had to, I don't even know what I had to do, but I also was annoyed. So <laughs> yeah, they brought in a children's <laughs> choir to sing some song about how Clayton sucks. Like that was actually part of the lyrics. It was like Clayton sucks, Clayton sucks. I, I don't know. Something I like wouldn't, that. if I were like in their shoes, that's like something I wouldn't be able to handle. Oh, the kids were loving it. They, well, at least it seemed like it. They I all would... smiles and. I would want to be like hiding behind one of the bushes. I would not want to be part of that scenario. Like it gives me like major like secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, it was pretty cringe. I wonder what. But totally, I get why it would be cool for the kids. Like they're on national TV. Like that's fun. The kids, yeah, it doesn't matter what they're singing, right? They're on TV. Yeah, I wonder what Clayton thinks at home watching all the all the Clayton hate. I mean, Susie did post that she was really excited to watch the premiere, so. Yeah. Circling back, the one the one thing that I think I noticed just, uh, you know, first impression-wise about this whole episode is that there really wasn't much drama. It was a very foundation-setting episode. There weren't any drunks, which... We to- lost. Totally debunks our predictions. We thought there would be at least a couple drunk incidents at least they didn't feature that in the edit yeah uh, which i'm shocked because that is always a standard yeah there's always someone who gets too drunk jumps in the pool and uh you know kind of makes a fool of himself but there was none of that it was tame yeah yeah i mean there there were some like awkward moments cringe moments like when they were talking to the twins so the, there are two twins. Uh, one is Joey and the other is Justin. And Rachel and Gabby, neither one of them were into it. I mean, they basically like, and it makes me wonder if like that's how they actually are in real life or if they just like, you know, played it up for the show. But they seemed like that stereotypical character of like how they like, have twins on like sitcoms like right. they do everything together they dress the same they have the same job yeah, they go to the same wears a blue shirt the other wears an identical looking green shirt yeah and they're looking for a set of twins to marry that you know look the same way and like i, I don't know like it was just it was weird 
Yeah. So, you know, I, I actually felt bad for them, to, you know, because I felt like they talked to Gabby and Rachel together. It was the four of them. And it was not personal at all and no, really awkward. it was awkward. really awkward. So they really didn't have a chance to try to form any kind of connection from the get-go. It was a little weird. And they were also sent home. So the three people that got sent home last night were these twins and the magician. I personally really hope they show up on Paradise because they're really good Paradise material. I could see that. Absolutely. So, you know, maybe the whole Gabby Rachel thing, but I would like to see them on Paradise. Yeah, I can't really see the magician going on Paradise, but Joey and Justin for sure. Yeah, no. Paradise doesn't seem his speed. <laughs> this show doesn't really seem his speed. No, I think that's why I had such a hard time with him because he's just, I don't know, not normal candidate material. He seems almost too normal. Yeah. Or like, like quirky, but not in like TV quirky way. Right. If that makes sense. Like he's probably a great friend to have in real life, but yeah. Um. Okay. So let me see. My notes here for the show. Next thing I have is the Bachelor ad. Oh, this is my favorite part. This is all I wanted to talk about because this was the only part of the show I like truly enjoyed. I thought it was hilarious. Which I feel like says a lot about the quality of the first episode that my favorite part was a commercial. <laughs> yeah, so Jesse Palmer, um, what did he say? It literally was like, hey, girls, dump your loser boyfriends and apply for The Bachelor. It was oh. very aggressive. And oh. It was hilarious. It was like, hey, ladies, your boyfriend's a loser and everyone knows it. Dump them and apply for The Bachelor. That pretty much was it, yeah. I would totally play it, but I don't know if we would get sued by ABC if I played it. <laughs> I mean, it would be free advertising. True. I mean, I do have it, but I really don't know if I could play it. Let's try it out. We'll, we'll see if they yell at us. Where would it be anyway? Oh, did you find it? Okay, here we go. Loser. Everybody knows it. Dump his ass and apply to be on the next season of The Bachelor. Go to ABC. This season. <laughs> hey, ladies. Your boyfriend's a loser. Dump his ass. Jesse Palmer kind of had the perfect voice for that, too. <laughs> Dude, it was so aggressive. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I, you know, and then later in the episode, they played another advertisement that was just their standard boring one. And that was actually kind of disappointing. Yeah. Nothing. Well, I literally, that was my favorite moment of the entire episode. So if you want to know what my highlight of the episode was, it was that ad. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it was the funniest part. Um, okay, so moving on, I have Mario and Gabby kiss, and Tino and Rachel kiss. So they both had the first kisses, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't like fully, pa I, I just didn't, I wasn't getting like a an overwhelming spark At, with from Mario. Mario? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like, they kissed. That's cool. Like good for them for me the whole rachel tino thing like the minute tino walked out of the limo like rachel kind of freaked out it seemed like she was kind of like calling dibs she's like oh he's my type yeah but that was like i feel like the one time the entire limo entrances we saw someone get really excited about someone coming out of the limo right so you know that made like them kissing satisfying for me because i was like oh she really liked him and now they're kissing yay yeah. so Mario and Gabby kissed, and Mario also got the first impression rose. 
Uh, so a little bit about Mario. He's a personal trainer out of Illinois, and he's a Tetris superstar, <laughs> according to his bio. Yeah, Mario is a Tetris superstar. He loves tulips, and he likes to end his days by listening to 90s R&B. I mean, nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah, no, it seems like a cool guy, honestly. That's what I mean, though, by, like, none of these guys are, like, really exciting. Or it's like, yeah, he seems like a cool guy. Like, he seems like most guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, this might be a little, I don't know if shallow of me is the right word, but there's a surprising number of gentlemen in the field that, based on their profession, don't make a lot of money. And I don't know, you know, I would think for something where you're supposed to have a group of highly desirable people, money would be a part of it. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, for the jobs listed for the twins, it says Joey, twin, Justin Y., other twin so i mean there's also... i mean it can't it's not entirely reliable you know i mean like he's a personal trainer maybe he's in the top echelon of personal trainers in the world the yeah. videographer he might be in the top you know one percent but they also like when they find people that don't like have like really desirable careers they'll like make sh like shit like the meatball enthusiast that is someone's job he did come in with what looked like a five foot long meatball sub which was pretty cool that was, that was a good entrance yeah but like they told him to do that like all of the entrances right. we see none of these guys are like really coming up with it on their own the producers are telling them what they're doing right yeah so yeah. so and i'm sure it all has to be within parameters and so on and so forth you know they don't want 32 guys showing up on a white horse right so yeah that'd be a little redundant yeah so they just had one guy do it with long hair and shirtless and oiled the only way i personally would have enjoyed that entrance is if i got to pet the horse yeah. they did not get to pet the horse so i was like nope that's a no for me they did show the horse apparently the door the bleh apparently the horse had some serious diarrhea Thank you for bringing that up. And and took a dump all over the driveway. And it was a white horse, too. And I thought they were going to show it, but no. <laughs> I was like, I was wondering. Okay. ABC has a little bit more class than that. True. You know, yeah. Just a little. Maybe my standards are a little too low. <laughs> um, okay, so Rachel gave Tino the first impression rose. That was also her first kiss of the night. So Tino is a go-with-the-flow kind of guy. He loves spending time with his family and friends. And if he's not surfing, he's cycling, camping, or loving on his family dog as much as he possibly can. Tino is very involved in giving back to his community and wants to find someone who will work to make the world a better place alongside of him. He wants a meaningful connection that will set the groundwork for him and his future wife to be great parents because for Tino, family is everything. And he wants four kids. He's ready to put everything he's got into building something real with Gabby or Rachel, and we think the two of them deserve nothing less. His fun facts are he enjoys reading the Wall Street Journal, 90% of what he eats is meat, and he dreams of surfing in Bali. His bio itself is very strong. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's also a general, con a general contractor. I can't talk tonight. He does not look like a surfer. Yeah, but what does a surfer look like? Tarzan. 
True. <laughs> no, like he just like, I don't know, from his picture, I don't get a surfer vibe from him whatsoever. Yeah. Kind of looks like Miles Teller a little bit. I can actually see that. Uh, you know, so did he have much of a personality? Not that I remember. But like I said, like there I weren't don't, really any strong. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like I don't know if it was editing or what it was, but I felt like it was very hard to see any personality with any of the guys except like the magician. Yeah, Roby. <laughs> yeah, Roby and his personality stood out the most. And the the shirtless guy, but that was probably just because he was shirtless. No, yeah, I was gonna say I feel like you didn't even get like real personality from him, like. You just kind of got, he is the one just from like watching, he would be the one I would bet would have been the drunk one. Just off the way they were like starting to edit things. Right. Well, yeah. And there's no one that you're like, okay, this one's going to be the villain of the season. Like there was nothing like that. Yeah, no, they weren't even kind of like minorly like bickering back and forth with each other either. Yeah. So maybe that's, maybe that's why the episode felt kind of lackluster. Yeah. Like, nobody was trying to, like, be dominant or, like, you know, I'm going to win. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was very chill. Too chill. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe there will be a ton of drama. Who knows? But at least, I don't know. It was very, meh. There was the one guy who, did he kiss both of them? Or he just talked to both of them. Oh, yeah, that was... Um, Eric? I think it was. Yeah, I think or that was Or was it Eric. Hayden? Oh, hold on. Let me look at their pictures. Hayden's grocery store Joe Light. No, it wasn't Hayden. I believe it was Eric. So Eric, he's the real estate, real estate analyst. Interesting. Gabby seemed really into him. Yeah, so like, so lot. did Rachel though. So maybe I got stronger vibes from Gabby than Rachel though. Rachel mm-hmm. seemed the most all in with Tino, and I was getting really strong vibes with her and Hayden as well. Oh right, yeah. But I definitely like felt like Gabby was more into Eric. Let's see, so Eric's a real estate agent. A couple weird fun facts about him. Uh, he has no interest in going to an escape room. Same. Yeah, that's one <laughs> thing you guys have in common. He likes his wine both red and white. Not same. I, I, I mean, like, are there really, like, red wine people and white wine people? Oh, absolutely. I'm a no wine person. Same. So. I actually could tell you off the top of my head. A ton of people who have preferences. Yeah. I'm a I'm a grape juice person. I like sparkling cider. Yeah, true. Uh, and he dreams of seeing the Northern Lights in person. Love that. That's cool. Oh, he's also the one that we thought looked like Nick. Oh, right. He's the one that looked like from the side, right? You look at his picture, like on this on the website, it doesn't look like him. But from certain angles, he has Nick Vial vibes. Yes, he does. You're you're struggling over there with. I uh, just have very. I have a ton of bachelor clips, and every time I look at my phone to go like look at what I have like saved, the, the clips start playing. 
So what other notes do you have on your phone? I'm afraid of my phone now. I don't want to touch it anymore. It's all right. It's all right. Pull up your notes. No. They're all up here. Uh, Okay. They're on your head. Okay. So what are your thoughts on Eric? I mean, he's the one who looks a little bit like Nick Bial from the side profile, but he also gave me a little bit of Nick vibes. So I don't know. Maybe he could have a slight villain edit this season. I feel like of anyone, he was the only one that could have that angle because he was, I think he was the only one that talked to both of them individually. Well, not only did he talk to them individually, but like he was like equally like flirty with like both of them. Right. It was almost like, okay, like let's see which one of them I could get like further with. Yeah. I also see him going far. Yeah. I can see it. I don't know. We'll see. They ended up not having enough time in the night to uh, for Gabby and Rachel both to talk to all of the men. So there were some guys who didn't talk to either of them at all. And you could see it was daylight out by the time they finished. So it was an all-nighter. So they that's why they only had three eliminations. All the men that they didn't get a chance to talk to, they allowed them to stay. Yeah, they didn't even do a rose ceremony. They just called the three men outside and... Like, bye. Which was interesting. Yeah, that's a first. Yeah, no. That was very interesting. But hey, I'm all for changing up the format a little bit. Other men we found noteworthy were Hayden, Jordan V, and Logan. What are your thoughts on them? Well, I found Hayden noteworthy because he looks like a... And I say this nicely, dorkier version of jo- Grocery Store Joe. Oh, I yeah. actually, I personally think he, he actually might be better looking than Grocery Store Joe. So I don't mean like dorky in a bad way whatsoever. That's why I found him quite notice- like noticeable to me. Oh, and he's a leisure executive. What is a leisure executive? Dude, who the hell knows? I want a leisure executive. I want that to be my job. No, I want to have one. I'm Googling what a leisure executive is. Dude, I wonder how many people have Googled that exact thing since last night. I mean, if this is the job description, that's really freaking stupid. What is it? It's basically a high-end travel agent. Oh, so it's like a fancy way of saying travel agent. Well, like an exotic. Like, you know, like these people are sending you to Bali. Like... You're going on the rich vacations with like one of like a leisure executive. Yeah, like your vacation is so exuberant that you need a manager. Pretty much, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So he he also loves baked potatoes. (laughs) He likes strong. He likes to end his day with a dip in the hot tub. Who doesn't? And he loves country music and would thrive at stagecoach. Oh boy, he shouldn't have said that. Stagecoach is is bad news in bachelor nation world that's where all the bachelor bachelorette alumni go to party yes and hook up with each other and drama will ensue basically that's where everyone like meets and like hooks up prior to paradise yeah that's that's pretty much how you get your off-season news right is just all the stagecoach yeah who hooks up with who at stagecoach right okay I was going to say I think he's my favorite too, but now now that like knocked him down a little bit for me. He also has a dog named Rambo. Aww. 
uh, specifically, it says he has a good boy, Rambo. And they're a package deal. I think I'm going back to my original thought that Hayden is my favorite man. No one is getting a ring on their finger without Rambo's approval. So let's get this party started. Cheesy, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dog puns are allowed. Yeah, dog puns always allowed. Okay. Uh, who are the other guys? Um, the other notable guys we have are Jordan V and Logan. Okay. Jordan seemed to have a very strong connection with Rachel. Very cute. He is. Oh, the he was the guy we said. Driver. Oh, oh, he was. Jordan was the. Yeah. No, Jordan was a software developer. No, he's a drag racer. Oh wait, there's more than one Jordan. Yes, Jordan V. Sorry, I should have been. Jordan V. Okay. Yes. So he's the drag racer that yes. he brought like his like race car. Right. It was like a Formula One or something. Yeah. So Jordan Fee has got has got the need, the need for speed. When this professional race car driver isn't on the track going from zero to three hundred and thirty seven miles per hour in less than four seconds. That is very specific, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that that must be his record or something. He loves spending time with his nephews, relaxing on the lake, and watching James Bond movies. Jordan V is looking for someone who is sincere, passionate, and supportive. While he loves the hustle and bustle of a fun life, Jordan V is very much looking to settle and start a family. This time next year, he's hoping when he crosses the finish line, his future wife is there waiting for him. So Jordan V, start your engine. I mean, strong facts in his bio, but they, they got a lot of cheese in there. Yeah. So his fun facts are Jordan V loves sweet tea. Jordan says the most romantic gift you could give someone is a handwritten letter. Completely agree with that. And he describes his middle school middle school haircut as the Justin Bieber. Okay, looking at his picture, I 100% can see that. He looks like he had the Justin Bieber haircut. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Hey, at least he had the Justin, or yeah, the Justin Bieber haircut in middle school. I had it in like freaking college. You had it two years ago. Who are you kidding? Dude, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see those pictures at times and I'm mortified. It hurts. I still think you were cute. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. It was in style back then anyway. Whatever. <laughs> you know, I will say Jordan actually is probably my other favorite. He's definitely going to make it far. Yes. Um, I Rachel, really liked him. Rachel was a fan. I think something that she liked was his adventureness, right? Like she flies planes, yes. he drives fast cars, you know, they, they can connect on that level. But they also both have very strong family values. So I don't know. I see him going far. I don't know. I just liked his vibe. And they looked very cute together. Yeah, they were aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I think we actually said that last night. Yes. And the other one that we found noteworthy was Logan. Yes. Which one's the one? He was the videographer. Videographer. Logan was the videographer. A California boy. He loves the sun, surfing. And while he loves to hang with his boys. What? Why is it just... It just sounds so so douchey i don't know okay so he loves to hang with the boys uh but he's ready he's ready to trade in bachelorhood and find someone to grow with in a meaningful way logan is witty self-aware and goofy 
He's very into self-growth and wants to find someone who is just as much of a free spirit as he is. His ideal woman is artsy, low-maintenance, and down to cuddle by a bonfire under the stars. Logan is looking for a deep connection with strong chemistry, so we can't wait to see if sparks fly when he meets our bachelorette. Our bachelorettes. Plural. (laughs) Uh, Fun facts. Lifelong crush is Elaine from Seinfeld. He isn't afraid to skinny dip, and he loves corn dogs. I had one very strong feeling about Logan. What is that? His limo entrance, he had two baby chicks. Oh, yeah, that was the guy. Yeah, he had two I, baby chicks. I would have threatened him that if you don't let me keep this chick, you're going home. Yeah, he was he was <laughs> literally double fisting baby chicks. I That was actually, that might have been my favorite limo entrance because and then, they were baby chicks. And then he held on to them all night. I know, I would have been really mad. Like, if you are presenting me with a baby chick, you can't take it back. Like, that is my baby chick now. Yeah, I wonder what, I would have been, if I were like the bachelorette, I would be looking for my handler, producer, like off to the side, like, okay, please take my chick and keep it safe because this chick is mine now. What are they going to do with the chicks after that night? I don't know. I would take care of it because I would keep it. Well, no, I'm not saying the bachelorettes, (laughs) but like in real life, what are they going to do with these chicks? They probably rented them. Just rented and then the- They they go back to like- The chick rental service comes and picks them up. Well, they do that. Like, you could rent, like, chicks and bunnies for Easter and stuff. Okay, okay. That makes sense. I would have been real pissed. If you handed me a chick, then took it back, I wouldn't even let you go into the mansion. Right out. You can't give me a baby animal, then take it away. Yeah, so he seemed uh, pretty cool, pretty chill. I want to, I wonder if he has his, like, demo reel or anything. What's his name? Logan. I wonder what his last name is. We could do some sleuthing offline. Yeah, well, I'll yeah. find it real quick. Another time. I will find it real quick. Don't you worry. But overall, the episode, it was a little boring. So hopefully the action picks up throughout the course of the season. Hopefully. I mean, the promo looked promising. Oh, yeah. The promo. There was lots of crying. Yeah. Rachel was crying. Oh, yeah. Well, that was another thing about her kiss with Tino, right? It was on the stairs. Oh, yeah. He, he said like, he wanted to make stairs better for her. Right, yeah, after she had her mental breakdown with Clayton crying on the stairs. Well, also, if you watch the promo closely, it looks like she's crying on stairs again, and she's in an almost identical outfit to the last one. Like, the first, the Clayton outfit was a navy jumpsuit, and in the promos, it was a strapless navy jumpsuit. (laughs) Yeah, so... Basically, they're just going to torture Rachel this season. That will be interesting. I, I think they just really want her to cry because they, cause they they know that she's a crier. So they're going to try to pull that out of her. And as far as Gabby, one of them kept making out with the one guy. We didn't really see him at all this episode. I think it was Nate. Yeah, no, he wasn't featured heavily at all in the episode. But in the preview, I think it was Gabby. It was. Was making out with him like on I think it showed occasions. it like two different times. Yeah. Let me see. So if I were to guess, Nate. I'd say yeah. he goes far. Nate, that's who she was making out with multiple times. Yep. Yeah, Nate. Yeah. I mean, he's the only one that has that hairstyle. Yes. Makes him easy to find. Yes. Uh, electrical engineer. His favorite movie is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That is strong. I love that movie. <laughs> 
I can't. I, I think I saw that movie when it first came out. I know. That's on our list of movies to watch. I have that because you said you've only seen it like once. Right. Yeah. So he'll probably go far. Other than that, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there's going to be some drama. But based- I want to know which guy they're going to like fight over slash is going to like string them both along because you know there's going to be that has to be a thing yeah where he's playing both sides and it did say in the previews it seems like they're going to be picking the men together for a while and then there's going to be a moment where the men choose which one they want to like continue with right so it's like they're definitely pitting them against each other the storyline progresses to a point where the men are kind of forced to pick sides because it's like you can't just be tiptoeing between the two of them anymore. If you want to form an actual connection, yeah. you have to pick one, which is interesting. Yeah, that will be very interesting to watch. Other than that, I don't think we're going to be getting the same drama that we got out of clean season. No. I or, mean, based on the first episode, no. Or... Um, well, very we, tame. Yeah, we actually we didn't see Michelle's season. We wanted to watch that one back. But it's still not on Hulu. Yeah. So At least I don't think. Maybe maybe it's on Hulu now that another season's airing. Yeah, maybe. We'll get around to that. I think we just forgot to watch Michelle's season. I think life was just really busy at the time. You would have been in knife. Yeah, yeah. I was in the, the thick of it. So, who do you think is going to make it far with each girl? I mean, the obvious choices would be the two that got the first impression. Roses, Tino for Rachel, Mario with Gabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I, I see the race car guy going pretty far. Mm-hmm. The guy Nate with the weird hair, mm-hmm. just because we saw him making out so many times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there were a few others. I mean, there were some guys that didn't even get to talk to either one of them yet. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe so one things of them. could change. Yeah. Yeah, because they haven't. They actually said at the end of the episode, they hadn't talked to the majority of them. I think there's a lot up in the air currently. Mm -hmm. My initial, and this is just based off first episode and the preview, for Rachel, I could see Tino and Jordan going far. And for Gabby, I could see Eric and Nate going far. So those are my predictions. All right. So does that about do it for this episode? I think it does. Well, thank you for listening to the another episode of Turbo Pop. Please follow us on Instagram at Turbo Pop Podcast. If you're listening to this on Spotify, leave us a review, give us a follow, support us any way you can. We'll see you next time. 